While history could be repeating itself, now a flu outbreak is spilling over into mammals. I'll tell you what the WHO thinks and where this virus has already been spotted. I'm Brooke Coles. Here's your ticket feed this hour. President Putin has vowed for victory over Ukraine as the anniversary of Moscow's invasion of the war-torn country approaches. His fiery speech you don't want to miss next. And is a new Russian offensive already underway in Ukraine? Western intelligence sources say maybe so. An update next. United States new Congress is working to get down to business launching investigations to get Ronica Dudo standing by in New York. Things are heating up in Washington, D.C. as some lawmakers are staying on committees and others have been booted off. I'll tell you who coming up next. And still ahead, the annual Groundhog Day has taken place. Will winter last another six weeks or will spring come early? Stay with us. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello there, welcome on in. It's great to have your company. Brooke Coles with you this hour. Plenty ahead, but first to breaking news. Breaking now, and Vladimir Putin has compared Russia's invasion of Ukraine to the fight against Nazi Germany. President Putin has vowed for victory over Ukraine as the anniversary of Moscow's invasion of the war-torn country approaches. In his fiery speech to mark the 80th anniversary of the Battle of Stalingrad, he claimed he's ready to draw on Russia's entire arsenal, which includes nuclear weapons. Putin compared the fight against Ukraine and its Western allies to the Nazi-Germany war in World War II. He added... The corrupt propaganda comes from Western nations who are unfriendly to his country. Причем во всем мире, в том числе и на американском континенте, в Северной Америке, в Европе. Putin went on to say those who plan to defeat Russia on the battlefield don't understand a modern war with Russia and it will be very different. Putin made vague threats to the West, saying Russia has the means to respond. Заявляет об этом как уже о свершившемся факте. Те, кто рассчитывает одержать над Россией победу на поле боя, видимо, не понимают, что современная война с Россией будет для них совсем другой. Мы свои танки к их границам не посылаем. Но у нас есть чем ответить. И применением бронетехники дело не закончится. Все должны это понимать. Russia is targeting dozens of places each day in an increased barrage of artillery attacks, all while Ukraine is awaiting tanks and other weapon systems from NATO countries. Tigger's Ryan Thompson reports from Paris. 
Well, Western intelligence sources are warning that a new Russian offensive that rivals the size and scale of the initial invasion last February could be underway as the Kremlin is seeking to reshape the battlefield and seize on recent momentum. As we've reported, Russia is targeting dozens of places each day in a markedly increased barrage of artillery attacks. And Ukrainian forces are really struggling to hold their ground on a 230 kilometer stretch towards the eastern part of the country. Fighting is really concentrated around the city of Bakhmut, where Russian forces have been slowly closing in on some key supply lines. It's been a bloody fight with each army facing significant losses and really only tiny gains to compensate. Kyiv says troops there are awaiting tanks and other weapon systems from NATO countries to give them the boost that they need to defeat Russia. Taking a look at the numbers, Ukrainian intelligence estimates that Russia now has more than 320,000 soldiers in the country. Keep in mind, that's roughly twice the size of Moscow's initial invasion force last February. And outside of Ukraine's borders, it's estimated that Moscow has an additional 150, possibly 250,000 troops in reserve, either training or being positioned inside Russia to join the fight at any time. Ryan Thompson. Ticker News, Paris. Well, after a bumpy start, the new Congress is working to get down to business, launching investigations and deciding which lawmakers will sit on certain committees. Ticker's US correspondent Veronica Dudo joins us live now. Veronica, great to see you. So much to discuss. But first, where are we with the classified document scandal? Hey there, Britt. Well, so much is going on in Washington, D.C., but first, the ever-expanding classified document scandal involving a sitting president that is U.S. President Joe Biden. That continues. Now, of course, yesterday, FBI agents did not find additional classified materials in the president's beach house. That's according to his personal attorneys, but we are learning that they are looking into the possibility of some classified materials being transferred into notebooks. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, the FBI is set, according to reports, to further look into potential classified documents at former U.S. Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home. Now, back on Capitol Hill, Minnesota Democrat Ilhan Omar has been booted off the powerful Foreign Affairs Committee. Now, this is for a string of anti-Semitic and anti-American remarks she has said. And finally, next week, the GOP has been long promising investigations. They will begin to look into the Biden family, potentially reaching up to the top of President Biden to see if he has been compromised in any overseas business dealings because of his family members. Take a listen to Jim Jordan, a Republican from Ohio, who is the chairman of the Judiciary Committee. The focus that we'll have on the Judiciary Committee is, is how big government worked with big tech to keep that information from the American people, starting with those 51 former Intel officials who wrote that now famous line that the Hunter Biden laptop story has all the earmarks of a Russian information operation. So we'll keep an eye on all of those happenings. Brett? Certainly will. Thank you. Veronica Dudo live in New York for us. A village in Norfolk is approaching the edge of a cliff and could be swallowed up by a North Sea in as little as 20 years. Tigger's Luke Harriton reports from London. A village on the edge of a precipice, creeping closer day by day. 
it has changed so quick you know you wouldn't believe how much has gone we were in the middle of the road when i first moved here and now we're on the edge of the cliffs coastal erosion is gradually swallowing up family homes along this street giving the neighbors left behind sleepless nights the house shakes and stuff at night so sometimes you can feel cliff falls and it feels like a, an earthquake you don't come out here at night because there's no street lights so you just hold on till the morning to make hopefully know that you're okay Haysborough is a medieval village on the east coast of England, crumbling into the North Sea. As the climate continues to get warmer and wetter in the winter, the clay soil in the land here becomes less stable. It's just a few years since I last visited this stretch of coastline and it's almost hard to believe how quickly it's disappearing into the sea. The pace of change, according to villagers I've spoken to, is speeding up, but many believe more still could have been done sooner by local and national government to protect their homes. In total, in under 20 years, 34 homes have vanished from this stretch of coastline. And as climate change continues, if nothing is done, dozens more will disappear within the space of another two decades. Luke Hanrahan, Ticker News, Norfolk. Now, I know we're all over the world pandemic, but unfortunately, there is new fears a bird flu outbreak could snowball into something as big as COVID. It's the latest ever bird flu outbreak that is spilling onto mammals, but now there's fears it could spark a human pandemic. It's already killed over 200 million birds around the world, and there's recorded cases now in grizzly bears, in dolphins and seals. Stay with us. There's plenty more Ticker News and important topics you need to know right here. Don't go anywhere. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.